I want to be your radio BFF. Hey there, it's Lisa Berry, and welcome to the Lisa Berry Show podcast. If you and I've never met before, I'm a radio DJ on a national network of stations across the country, and I decided it might be fun to share some of the highlights from that radio show right here on this podcast. I love HGTV and pretty dresses, but I also love to ponder deep things of faith. And if you wanted to spend time with a friend who's probably got a lot of things in common with you, then I think this is going to be a place you feel really comfortable. If you want to learn more about the show, just go to thelisaberryshow.com. Otherwise, let's get started. Well, artificial intelligence is pretty amazing. It will actually create a picture for you based on things that you read in the Bible, although it has its limitations. The part where Jesus went into the temple and he flipped over tables, artificial intelligence made a picture of Jesus actually doing a flip in front of a table. That's like hilarious. And I guess the lesson for all of us is be careful how literal you take the Bible. I think Jesus said it best when he told the religious leaders, you know the letter of the law, but you completely miss the spirit of the law. Let's not do that. Hey there, I'm Lisa Berry, and I'm curious to know how you react to seeing yourself in a picture. Like somebody does a group photo, and then they show you the picture, and if you're like me, you're like, oh, that, that just doesn't look good. Well, listen to what this one mom does. Her name is Mary Duke, and she said, I have a rule that I've never really told my children, but if one of them ever asks to take a picture of me, I will always say yes, no matter how I look or no matter how I feel. And then when they show me the picture, I always say, oh, I'm so pretty. She goes, I just don't want to talk negatively about my looks around my kids. Even with 30 pounds of pregnancy weight, I'm not going to speak negatively about my body to my kids. Eventually, it becomes your reality and it's not an act. You eventually believe the words you speak to yourself. Wow, I have got some learning to do. If you ever feel like you do and do and do for your family and for other people and hardly anybody appreciates it or notices it, I totally get you. One day in particular stands out in my mind when I was homeschooling my girls and they were not listening to anything I was saying. They weren't trying and I was so frustrated. And I remember sitting down on the piano bench, collapsed my face into my hands crying out to God, saying, why is this happening? I left my full-time radio job to stay home with my kids and they don't even care. And then I stopped talking. Now, I did not hear any audible words, but I could have sworn God was saying, go lay down. I thought, well, that's a weird thing. Where'd that come from? But I thought, whatever, it doesn't hurt. I went and laid down. And then suddenly the words from Psalm 23 came into my head. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He restores my soul. And then I fell asleep in a 30-minute nap. That was probably the best sleep I've ever gotten in my entire life. And when I woke up, I got thinking about Jesus and how he came to this earth, sacrificed a lot, left a wonderful place to come to a very yucky place. And pretty much nobody appreciated that either. Nobody was listening. And then suddenly it hit me. I was in really good company, giving a lot and not getting much in return. Because that's what love does. And that's what you're doing too.
Well, if you spent time over the weekend working on a craft, but you didn't finish it, and you may never finish it, you and I could be kindred spirits. And I think I maybe know why, so you don't have to beat yourself up over having a closet full of half-finished craft projects. It's because, you know, if you're not normally crafty, like it's me, I only get inspired once in a while, but then as soon as what I'm creating gets too difficult or I'm missing a tool, then, or it starts looking bad, then I get discouraged and I put it off. Or here's the other thing. When you realize you just spent $92 on a craft project that you could have bought in the store for $7. That's depressing. Do you know that six-year-olds laugh 600 times a day versus the rest of us? We're somewhere in the 15 to 100 times a day. Let's be six again. It's hard to go to the grocery store and pay 30% more for something than you did last year. But here we are with inflation. It's just crazy. And yet you still have to make meals for your kids and lunches for them every day. And, you know, just in case you feel like you're a bad parent because maybe you don't have the most luxurious lunches for the kids every day. Did your mother ever make sugar sandwiches for you when you were little? I was just thinking about that the other day. She'd just lather butter on white bread and then sprinkle sugar on there. So all this to say is you're probably doing better than that. Every day I write stories that are not the least bit true. Hey there, it's Lisa Berry. And this is terrible. Oh, I wish this were not true of me, but... You know, like when I see somebody at a corner holding up a cardboard sign, I write a story about them. They probably could get a job, but they're just not willing to work. How do I know that that story is true? Perfect example. Here's Jamie, 16 years old. He was on his way to buy some Gatorade and he saw this guy in his 30s sitting on the ledge of a bridge. Jamie stopped and said, are you okay? The guy didn't answer. He had tears rolling down his cheeks. He did come down and they talked for 45 minutes about all the horrible things that this guy was facing. Jamie wanted to call an ambulance and the guy said no. But Jamie persisted and eventually he did agree to go to the hospital. But before Jamie left, they exchanged phone numbers. Several months go by and Jamie gets a text that says, Jamie, I just had to tell you, my wife is pregnant. We're having a baby boy and we're gonna name him after you. When you approached me on the bridge, I was just about to jump and your three words saved my life. Are you okay? And you know what? Jamie could have written some story about why he should not get involved, but he didn't. Now here's the question I have to ask myself. Why do I keep writing stories to prevent me from getting involved in people's lives when the whole Bible is about God getting involved in people's lives. Hi, it's Lisa Berry. You're on the air. Hi, Lisa. My name is Maggie. Hi, Maggie. Hi, and I'm having cancer surgery tomorrow, (gasps) and I'm I'm in my car driving. Okay, hold it right there just a second. How in the world can you have the attitude you have with what lies ahead. My mother had cancer for 12 years, and I just saw how he carried her through that. And, you know, he's my father, and I love him with all my heart. I just feel at peace with this. No matter, you know, what God's plan is for me, I just, I know it's the best plan. Okay, you are amazing. And whatever kind of faith you have, 
I want the exact same kind. Whenever I hear people talking about conversations with Jesus, I listen and I believe it, but then I just think, how do I know it's, it's really legit or not? So my mother-in-law, who passed away, but before that, she had been ill and was in the hospital. Apparently, the nurses had a hard time waking her up. She said, and here's why, because I was talking to Jesus. And we're all like, what? Jesus said to me, are you ready to come home now? And she said, no. And he said, why don't you want to come home? And she said, because I've got a lot to do. I've got to tell people that I love them. And she did spend the next couple of weeks calling everybody she knew to tell them that she loved them. And then she died on Thanksgiving. That is a God thing. Hey there, it's Lisa Berry. Well, after my mother-in-law was talking about having a conversation with Jesus and being ready for heaven, it got me thinking and wondering if most people are ready for heaven. Have you found that a lot of people feel like if you try hard, you go to heaven, and if you don't try hard and you're a bad person, you go to hell? And if that's what you believe, it is totally logical. And I believed the same thing until somebody told me that's not what Jesus said. And I'm like, he didn't? Well, what did he say? He said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life, and nobody comes to the Father but through me. And have you noticed that whenever people have these near-death experiences, it's always Jesus that shows up, nobody else. So if you're wondering about that or or scared about that or have some questions, you might want to do this. Get your phone and text the word FOLLOW to this number. Are you ready? 41224. Hey there, it's Lisa Berry. So your kids are saying, Mom, Dad, I need a smartphone. Everybody has one at school. I'm the only one that doesn't. And you just don't know if they're ready. I found some questions that you could ask your kids to see if they are or not. And I found a pretty good list from a phone company called Twigby. And they said, number one, are the kids responsible with their belongings? Number two, can they articulate why they need or want one? Do they agree to rules and expectations that you might set? Man, those are really good. I hope they help you decide. Seems like there's so much gender reveal stuff on Facebook, don't you think? I mean, I remember when gender reveal was called birth. Okay, so you're not the mom that has a whole month's worth of meals in Ziploc baggies in the freezer. I'm not that mom either. Hey there, it's Lisa Berry. But this time of year, especially, we see on social media all these best mom practices and all these ideas that seem brilliant. And yet, listen, it's not a competition. I read that today and I need to tell you this. There's no prize for the mom who takes their child to the most museums or the one who has awesome abs. No prize for the mom who threw their kid the most perfect birthday party ever or the mom who became a CEO while raising her babies. There's no prize. And here's the part to cling to. Nobody is doing everything right, period. And you are the one your child loves, not all those other moms. You've got this. The moon is drifting away from us. That was the headline. (laughs) You know, scientists crack me up because their concept of time and space are obviously way different than the average human. 
because I'm thinking, okay, this is a news story. I mean, I'm thinking, okay, the moon is drifting away. We're going to have to worry about tides and stuff like that. But you know what the moon drifting away from us is going to do? It's going to eventually make our days longer, like 25 hours instead of 24 hours. Shocking, right? Of course, that's a news flash. How long is that going to take? 200 million years. Okay, downgrading that news flash. The moon is drifting away from us. That was the headline. <laughs> you know, scientists crack me up because their concept of time and space are obviously way different than the average human. Because I'm thinking, okay, this is a news story. I mean, I'm thinking, okay, the moon is drifting away. We're going to have to worry about tides and stuff like that. But you know what the moon drifting away from us is going to do? It's going to eventually make our days longer, like 25 hours instead of 24 hours. Shocking, right? Of course, that's a news flash. How long is that going to take? 200 million years. Okay, downgrading that news flash. Hey, it's Lisa Berry. I just love when schools get creative about a themed day. And at this one high school, today is anything but a backpack day. So the, the students have to bring all their stuff in something other than a backpack. And in the drop-off line, there were laundry baskets, beach bags, pet carriers, coolers, a guitar case, even a wheelbarrow. And this is so funny. Hey there, Cecil Berry. Do you know the song Don't Stop Believing" by Journey? Well, guess what? Jonathan Cain, who's the lead singer, his dad was a really strong believer. And when Jonathan asked his dad if he could have that same kind of faith that he had, his dad said, you got to find your own relationship with Jesus. You can't get it through me. Which, wow, what a wise thing to say. And when he started to pursue music, he had so many setbacks. And his dad was his biggest cheerleader. And he told him, don't stop believing. Well, of course, there's the name of the song that we all know so well. And do you know that now he performs Christian music today? And guess who he's married to? Paula White. Sometimes you kind of feel like the Lone Ranger in faith, but there's a whole lot of other people out there learning lessons and trying to figure out what they're here for. So you're in very good company. I will be the first to admit, I used to think being an effective Christian meant arguing someone to complete humiliation. And like I was really doing God's work. Oh, I, I'm still mortified in apologizing to God for that. I used to be so proud of being able to back someone into a corner and putting them in their place. What I was completely forgetting that the Bible says, they'll know we are Christians by our love, not by our political positions or our command of the English language, but by our love. That is the only measuring rod God's going to use. Ever lose your temper with your kids? <laughs> hey there, I'm Lisa Berry. Of course you have. It's so hard though. Well, that happened to this one mom. She's trying to get everybody ready for school. It was just pandemonium everywhere in the house. And she yelled and she slammed some doors and some cabinets and there she is stuffing some last minute things into a backpack and she looks over and she sees her son sitting down, putting his shoes on, tears rolling down his face. 
she went over and she said, honey, I am so sorry that I yelled at you. It's been a tough morning. I've been so stressed out and I really need you to listen. And he said something she never expected. He said, okay, mom, I'll try to listen better, but can I ask that you also listen to me? I had a hard morning. I was frustrated and I tried to talk to you about it at breakfast and you didn't hear me. And all of a sudden this mom realized, wow, you know, everything I feel when I'm frustrated, my kids are feeling that too. Isn't that a great lesson to learn? It was a good everyday, any kind of scenario lesson. I hope I never forget it. When something's wrong with you or your kids, you go to Dr. Google. Well, here's this one mom whose son started having a lot of pain and she couldn't figure it out. She went online, she took him to doctor after doctor, eight different doctors over three years, and they all said different things, but nobody could fix it. So what does she do? She goes to ChatGPT, explains the symptoms, and ChatGPT says, oh, that's tethered spinal cord syndrome. And ChatGPT wins the day. Hey there, it's Lisa Berry. Time to wrap it up for today. That's just a little recap of some of the highlights on the show this week. If you'd like to listen to my radio show, there's a lot of different ways you could do it. And if you go to thelisaberryshow.com, click on how to listen. And while you're there, you might even discover how I could buy you a cup of coffee. Thanks for listening.